When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. Today we are doing 685. I am one of your hosts this week, Wrestling Chris G. And on the other line with me is my Halloween buddy. He kind of sucks the life out of you if you're around him too long. It's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie, my man, how you doing? Fuck you too. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I had that written down for last for the last time we were recording too. And I was like, I'm gonna use this and it's gonna be funny as a one off. Cause I, I don't I don't normally make fun of you when when um <laughs> when, when when I do these intros. So I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna poke a little fun at him right now. <laughs> Oh, how you doing, bro? I'm good. I'm good. Um, and I wish it was more towards the Halloween time because then it wouldn't be so. I don't know. I don't want to say hot because it really hasn't been hot lately, but it's just been like meh. Yeah, it and, has been you know, meh. I am having a a slight pool um ga- pool party gathering before I have to shut it down this upcoming um friday um with another um family couple that's coming coming over they're bringing their kids but outside outside of that i think it's gearing down to where i'm about to start shutting my pool down on the outside because it's it's starting to be a little too cool to be outside enjoying it yeah just a bit just i mean how much work how, how much work how much um how much run have you gotten out of the pool this year Oh, I got a whole lot. Um, outside of these last two weeks, we were in it almost, almost every day. I was taking the kids out, and my wife would be sunbathing because she wouldn't want to get in um all the time because she's anemic and the water kind of makes her a little cooler. But mm-hmm. um, but out outside of that, um, yeah, I got a lot. Uh, I got a lot more this year than I did last year and yeah i imagine so and we we have a brand new pool system as i've told in a previous episode that we've hooked up and uh my pool has been crystal clear i mean it's a little green as of right now but that's only because i haven't been running the pump for the past like two weeks and so i i just turned the pump back on i added some chlorine um i cleaned our i cleaned the filter off so hopefully 
the pool will be nice and crystal by tomorrow morning. Nice. Now, yeah. how are you, how are your kids with swimming? Because the one time I've been in a pool with your son, like you know, when we were like consistently like getting in and out and that kind of stuff. Boy's move was to immediately put his face in the water. <laughs> he Remember, um, you had to keep telling him, "Boy, knock that off." <laughs> yeah, well, he uh he didn't know how to hold his breath, so he would I'm 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 going to say stupidly, um cuz he's my son, but he's your son, yeah. Yeah, he he stupidly would just jump in the pool and wouldn't give a a shit in the world. As to what happened after he jumped into the pool, it's just the the motion of actually just jumping in was just fun. And he would choke on the water. And I was like, boy, I was like, you don't know how to swim yet. I was like, stop doing that. But he he's finally he got the backstroke down now. He can now um, he, he can paddle. We got to work on his um on his forward stroke, but he can float. Mm. Yeah. He can float on his back. He can, he can hold his breath underwater now, finally, even though um, the beginning of the summer was something else. He freaking puked in the pool. Oh my God. Yeah. That, that, that luckily, (laughs) luckily it, since he did it and it was all water, it just took one scoop of the net to get it out. But (laughs) But he jumped in and he came up gasping. He's like, uh, uh, bleh. And I was like, oh, Jordan. <laughs> and he's like, I'm sorry. And I, I think it I think he was embarrassed because we had some people over as well when that happened. So I yeah. think that that kind of made him like, okay, I'm gonna learn how to do this. But ever since that moment, he he's been good. He got, nice. like I said, he can float now. He can backstroke. We got to, he can doggy paddle. Um, we just got to work on his front stroke. Um, put the boy on a, on a hoverboard and he's perfectly fine. Get the boy to fucking ride a bike is a whole nother fucking story. I've tried to get this boy to ride a bike for God knows how long. And he just he can't do it, but. For some reason, he can skateboard and hoverboard and scooter. He can do all this stuff, but fucking riding a bike, I I, I don't I don't understand it, Doug. <laughs> what do you think the issue is? Is it is it he is it pedaling and steering? I mean, where does he? It's it's the balancing on the bike, because uh, I don't think it's really the the steering that much, but like I can get them and I can like give him a running start and i can push the mess out of this boy it, and i mean i learned nobody to... nobody nobody clipped that out of context <laughs> nobody no not at all but um like i learned how to ride a bike um up at my grandparents house like nobody actually it's funny um nobody really taught me i think the closest person to actually teach me how to ride a bike was my was my grandfather um god rest his soul um he he would like take me to the he used to at his at his old house um they had they lived at the very bottom of a very 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 steep hill so the scuffs on my knees were ridiculous but he would take me to the top of the hill and just say all right all right chris and just push me and i would just go down "Ah!" 
splat, ah, splat. Um, but one day while he was working, I took the bike out um, by myself. And this was before you had to really worry too much about people coming up and snagging you back in the 90s. Um, mm. Yeah, so I, 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 I took the bike all the way to the top of the hill and probably like maybe five or six times just going down and just pedaling really fast, really fast, really fast and um, getting um, the grip of balancing and steering and paddling all at the same time that I'm I'm slowly starting to think that I just need to find a really big hill out here and just take his ass all the way to the top. And I'm going to tell him, all right, I'm going to push you and you ain't going to tell your mama. But when you come uh-huh. back with scuffs and stuff, uh, we'll, we'll say that you got into a fight and you had to use your karate. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really debating on it because, I mean, the boy can do so much. Like, like I don't understand the logic. And maybe someone, maybe someone um, email us or something, um, uh, a tip. Maybe by the time that this episode goes out, he'll, he'll know how to ride a two-wheeler, finally. But, uh, how can you balance on a fucking hoverboard? This boy can go like 90 miles an hour on a damn hoverboard, but can't fucking ride oh, 90. A Ain't no 90 miles an hour. I'm not letting you go away with that shit. What's up? 90 miles an hour. <laughs> Did I say 98? <laughs> you said you said 90 miles an hour. I was like, that's a fucking car. Like <laughs> This boy can go really fucking fast, is my point, on a damn hoverboard. And no handle. No handles, no nothing, just a fucking, just a skateboard. I, I can't even ride this fucking thing. And he can he can go around in circles. He can spin on this thing, and he can do tricks and stuff. And I'm sitting here watching him, and I'm just like, how the fuck can you do this on a fucking hoverboard? But I put a fucking handlebar in front of you and it's basically the same fucking thing you, and you just got to move your legs and you can't do it like i i, I don't know i just i don't know <laughs> it, it, they keep you up at night yes but <laughs> uh but yeah um anyway though um we're we're here today we are going over um episode 685 of pokemon black and white and you know that because you clicked on this damn episode um today we are going over scare at the litwick mansion or translated from japanese the scary story of the hitomoshi mansion hitomoshi the scare of the hitomoshi mansion there you go. Yeah, uh, I mean, both kind of similar titles. Yes. Um, the English is a little more to the point. Um, I think you got to give me the English on this one. Which yeah, I feel I'm, like I'm thinking the same as well, bro. I feel like I'm... if anybody ever runs the uh, numbers on these episodes, I I don't know if I've ever taken the Japanese translation. <laughs> I think you have every once in a while. Like if it's like a legit, okay, this is what the episode is, and then you just look at the American version and it's like, where the fuck were you this week? 
So (laughs) I think I think there's been small occasions where you actually chose the Japanese over the English, but it's very, very seldom. But um, right. um, One final thing right before we get into this episode. So I sent you last week a screenshot of a tweet. (laughs) And the screenshot of this fucking tweet was that we're finally, it makes no fucking sense why they're releasing it now. Why now? Fucking almost two years later. But we're finally getting the RCS special done in English on Netflix, Doug. Because they knew that we were in the clear, we'd already done it. So they could they knew it was safe to release it. Yeah, they're like, oh, okay. Are you ready to jump into this week's episode, bro? I think before we start the episode, I think you should give people the code for the Pokemon pack. Ooh, so they listen to the beginning of our show and they're getting the code. Today's code is as follows. JWKRJB9RJY hrc that is the code this week everybody and you will find out what came in this um oh i I should tell you what pack this is this is a pokemon sword and shield brilliant stars booster pack so so that is your code um it is a white border which is which means that it's a dud pack most likely let me see i'm i'm kind of curious as to what Yes, yeah, a fucking dud. <laughs> oh, he spoiled it for himself. Oh, he spoiled it for himself. <laughs> I help did. himself. I couldn't. Uh, but all right. Thank, thank you for that, Doug. I, I, I forgot that we we don't do that at the end of episodes anymore. I got to start giving them out randomly for people that actually listen to the show. You get a nice and I. Treat. I figured um, every once in a while we kind of go on a bit of a, a rambly intro, and I figured this is a, this is a good test to see who all sticks with it because I wouldn't get the code because I scrub around. I <laughs> so you don't. I know you don't listen to us review the episode, but you you do um, listen to like the intro, right? Is, is no, that- yeah, you're right. I would probably I would probably get it this week. I would probably get it this week. Um. No, because I do go until you know you go. All right, now it's time to get into the other. That's when I scrub. <laughs> you because because you be making notes over there. You're like, all right, so he cut all of this shit out <laughs> of this episode. <laughs> I know we sat there and talked for five minutes on that. <laughs> but hey, my my editing skills are good. It's like it's like I like if you don't know, you would never know, right? No, I mean I'm not and I'm not saying it's not, but I'm just saying it's like okay, I know there's a junk missing. <laughs> I sat here. You sat here for this this amount of time. Sat here so, and talked to you. So so not not to not to rush, but there's a dynamite episode going on, Doug. God damn I told you not to you have it on, don't you? No, I do not have a I, I do not have it on. I'm just looking at the time. It is we're doing this early today so we can watch wrestling at a decent time tonight because tonight 
is supposedly the return of Kenny Omega, everybody. And that is my favorite wrestler, active wrestler. I should be Kota Ibushi. I know, right? <laughs> so um, we're not going to fast forward through the episode, everybody. But um, Oh, because this episode's a fucking banger. Yeah, this is a really, really good episode. Uh, we're just getting it done early so we can enjoy some nice wrestling as soon as um, we are done. So, um, Doug, Doug, my man, I, I don't normally do this, but um, would you want to start this week's episode? I can definitely start for you. All right. Everybody, hit that button. We're going on in. I already hit the button. <laughs> Download the episode. Um, so yeah, we start this week's episode with our heroes walking, and and they're exhausted because it is hot. And boy, do I know this feeling. <laughs> oh, it's a it's a scorcher, and a, you know it sure is. And they're just dragging, and um, you know. And then um, they're like, oh, boy, you know, it, it would be nice if we could get some relief. And we focus in on Iris. And she's up. Uh, rain soon. And she goes, I smell rain. And, you know, Ash looks up and goes, seriously? And he looks, and it's it's the classic, like, you know, sunspots and everything. <laughs> I mean, it's crystal blue sky. And, and Ash says, you know what? I'll tell you what. If it rains one single drop, I'll walk on my hands. <laughs> I hope you know, you're ready to eat shit. your hat and walk on your hands, bro. <laughs> I, I was going to say, that's exactly my line when I'm confident something's not going to happen. I say, I'll eat my hat. And the amount of times I've had to backpedal on that lately, I just, I don't like. But I <laughs> You're getting no, man. You're getting no. <laughs> well, you can't be eating those hats because they gum you up. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, Pikachu's like, oh, it's funny shit. And she goes, <clears throat> uh, basically towards the viewer and says mark my words it's gonna rain and not two seconds after that just thunder and lightning and just pour. and <laughs> she's like ah she's um, like i told you <laughs> and they completely take off and they're they're running for they're running for cover because they're out in the middle of nowhere with this storm and they come upon an abandoned or what looks to be an abandoned mansion. And it's it's big old house and it's it's got some overgrown uh like weeds and shit on the front. And and not not to cut you off, but you saw how far away they were from this mansion from when they started running, bro. Like they they were easily running in this rain for about twenty minutes before they actually reached this house. So they are soaked. Yeah. They are soaked. But you know, we've only got, you know, eighteen minutes in the episode. We can't be 
can't have them realistically walk into this place because then you'd only be dealing with about 10 minutes and they cram a lot in this episode as it is. I know. Uh, so, you know, Ash is banging on the door. Hey, is anybody there? What, you know, let us in. What the fuck? Well, you know, I'm basically swimming in my shoes. Um, you know, he, Iris actually using some manners. She's like, may we come in? I was like, okay, when have you ever been that polite? Never. And Ash is like banging on the door. And of course, from there, the door fucking just opens. Like it always does on a Pokemon episode. When yeah. It, you know, uh, <clears throat> opens on a Pokemon episode, a bad horror movie, even a good horror movie, you know. So. Just ask if anybody's there and then bang a couple times. It'll open. <laughs> <clears throat> so from here... Uh, we get the intro to the uh, Pokemon black and white theme song. Still not one of my favorites. Um, but we come back and we finally get the narrator who's talking. He's like a dark and rainy sky cast an eerie pall over the surrounding of our heroes as they continue their journey to Nimbasa City Gym. And they walk inside this mansion and they're calling. They're like, hey, is anybody here? Uh, we need shelter until it stops raining, please. <clears throat> and I'm sorry. Um, I It still kind of fucks me up how these kids just walk into random houses. Like, I don't get, I don't care who you are. Like, at, did, did Ash not learn in the safari zone when he had a gun pointed like right at his face? Like, don't be going places that you should not be going because what if this guy had had a gun in here and but um <clears throat> iris is like yeah I'm, it doesn't sound like anybody's here but i'm sure they wouldn't mind if we just stayed here and dried off and waited for the um, rain to go silence like yeah it looks like nobody's here and then we go into some high-tech shit and we we see a camera at the b at the front of the building on a computer and it looks like and as it pans back it looks like there's a camera in every single room of this mansion and all of a sudden we get jesse and james and meowth and the they're like oh the twerps found us of course um after finding a perfect hiding spot um for our for our super secret hideout they show up and meowth's like yeah perfect and and then they're like yeah i'm afraid this turn of events could ruin our whole plan jesse goes and they're like oh shit and james like those twerps they're always putting a crip in our style and meowth is like yeah i'm gonna stick it to him and jesse's like yeah you know what why don't we just go and capture pikachu and then chase off those losers away from here and we pan away and we see <clears throat> A whole bunch of Litwick um, playing around with um, James, your mask. And they're like, uh, why don't you call um, call him over and have the Litwick go over and distract Pikachu so um, or distract the trainer so we can capture Pikachu? And James calls over Litwick and he's like, yeah. He's like, would you tell Litwick to catch? to catch Pikachu and chase away those twerps and his friends quickly. And your mask is like, yeah. So he, he goes back over and speaks in his, your mask voice. 
And your mask is like, all right, let, wait, follow me. And then from there, they go and, and they start following your mask. And then we go and pan over to Ash Ketchum walking into a random room, bro. Um, uh, make mention of the first shot that we get of Jesse, James, and me out. Because obviously we clearly know that it's them. Because we we know their hairstyles and however however many uh, you know talking meows are around, their eyes and their face are in shadow, and yes. when you finally get an up close view of their faces, you know, and first you kind of chalk it up to them being annoyed that. Um, Ash and the crew found their hideout, but you can see a little hint something might not be right with this situation, but you obviously, you know, you just dropped into the episode. You have no inkling as to what, but you're, you know, just the look on their faces, they're not as defined, uh, confident. They're not as defined and they're not as confident as they have been in, in previous episodes during the black and white run. Yes. And coming back and, and knowing what happens in this episode, I do love the foreshadowing um, for viewers for viewing this a second time. Because mm. when you watch this episode again, like just all the thought that they put into all of these episodes. And it's I, I really do think that there's a different director that directs these like horror type Pokemon episodes because every single time there's like a horror episode, these episodes are bangers and right. just, and just the thought that goes into all of these um, horror episodes is just astounding. And the artwork that goes into it as well. So, but <clears throat> all right, bro. Um, so Ash Ketchum walks into um, the next room. Do you want to go? Or you want me to um, continue? Uh, I'll go because you were you were teeing it up to me to begin with. I I backtracked us. <laughs> no, um, you're good. <laughs> so Ash walks into what looks to be like a sitting room because he's got a couple of couches and it looks like there's a fireplace and there's no light. Um, and you know, I, Iris is like, well, this place <clears throat> looks deserted. And um. Silence, like, yeah, it might be, but what other choice do we have, especially with the storm going on? And Silence, like, if there's anybody here and they're and they're upset, you know, obviously we'll just point to the rain and say, you know, we're already swimming, basically, you know, at, you know, about two gallons of water in my shoes. Um, For real, you know, we'll go, we'll go from there. And they're sitting, is. Now, they're not sitting in the sitting room like they could be and possibly should, but they're just on the floor. And um, Ash is like, that's a hell of a downpour, isn't it? And Iris can't help but um, gloat. <clears throat> gloat a little bit because, you know, she's just as bad of a kid as Ash is, even though she'll never admit it. And Stalin's like, you know, I, ch I chalk that up to your... Um, Stinks, and you know you you clearly know what you're talking about. And Axu's kind of like, yeah, damn right. 
And um, Ash is like, well, I suppose we were wrong, and a, and a bet is a bet. And, you know, um, got to give Ash a little bit of credit. He's like, I did say that I would walk on my hands. So this motherfucker stands up and says, I'm keeping my promise. And he, um, <laughs> the look on Iris is, and, and he goes and, and it jumps on his hands. She's like, is he really doing this? See, he was damned if he do and damned if he didn't, because if he didn't do it, Say, oh, just like a kid not living up to his promises, you know, I'll I'll talk, no action or whatever. And because he did it, oh, what a kid walking on his hand. Hesitate to say, you know, I would normally say because she's a 10 year old, but you know what I would say. Yes. Stuck up something or other. Um, I said, what a kid. And then the um, one of the windows blows open. And Simon's like, how about that wind, huh? And <laughs> he, um, he closes a window and he, um, and he throws down a little latch and he's like, that should do it. And, you know, of course it doesn't. Um, and then this is when a bunch of, um, spooky shit all starts to happen at once. Uh, a, a vase bubble on the table um it's yep starts vibrating and the whole table just shoots over at him first kind of have to go leave (laughs) ash is like what the fuck was that (laughs) but do you blame him though okay how many how often do you get attacked by uh lamp uh um end tables Yes, for real. And this was the most creative. So right after that, Silen and Ash get freaked out uh, for what's coming right behind Iris. And coming down these motherfucking stairs is a whole bunch of like pots, pans. Um, let's let's see what, what a picture frame and. A, a head statue and an umbrella and i'm gonna i'm gonna toss out there that this um this statue looks a whole lot like giovanni when they tilt it forward and they like start having it race after, right after all of these uh well race after our heroes like di- didn't you get that get that as well bro when you were looking at this not, not when I first watched it, but when I, when I was um, acquainting myself, like, I thought that looked familiar. Yeah, I mean, and maybe that's because he's one of the very few adults that we've had, like, prolonged um, interaction with, so we would know him kind of out of a crowd. Yeah. It, that had to have been on um, purpose. Yeah. I I think I really think it was bro. So <clears throat> but yeah, um and it, it's pretty funny. So the statue starts chasing him and when when we finally see the statue actually chasing him, the the statue is made like it's supposed to be like a human body and the umbrella is being swung like a sword 
after everyone. And they're, it's like, ah, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. And as our heroes are, they're like, ah, fuck this. I'm let, let's, let's get out of this house. A freaking dresser um, drawer goes and plops up right against the ex- um, the entrance um, to the mansion. And they're like, oh, what what is going on? And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, man, we can't get out. And they turn around and the statue goes head first straight into our heroes. And our heroes jump out of the way in the nick of time. And the statue and everything just goes smashing right into the door. And the creepy Giovanni looking statue which doesn't look like giovanni anymore comes and crashes right next to silent and silent's like oh my god get it get it away from me get it away from me and they just run (laughs) yeah yeah he takes off first and ash and iris have to follow him because obviously they don't want to be alone in this uh creepy place and then when we pull back out and we see rockets view from the command center in the attic and Jesse's like it's strange that they blocked off the exit um you know didn't we tell them to get Pikachu um and and sorry no and and you know you get uh another shot of James and Meowth, and once again, and it's a little more pronounced on James and Meowth, it might be on Jesse, but she's kind of lit more by the computer screen. Once again, you can see... They look tired. Yeah, something's not right. Like, they're just... Doesn't look like their heart's completely in it. Like you said, they look tired. Something's going on here. Yes. So, <clears throat> so from here, they're like, man, um, obviously the Litwick didn't understand what we told him to do. So I guess I'll have to go and tell your mask. And then we just jump right back over to our heroes and our heroes are all out of breath. They're sitting at a really, really nice table. And they're like, man, what's up with this place? So I was like, man, this table is fully set, which means someone must be here. And then out of nowhere, the bell starts to ring again. And well, well, not again, but the bell starts to ring on the table and Ash's chair starts to levitate. And then here comes Silent, here comes Iris. And then there, it's like they're on a roller coaster because the chair is just like swinging all around. And then th- this was kind of kind of effed up a little bit. So you see the silverware and the plates pick up off of off of the table, and it, it's not even just there was no spoons. It was just knives and forks with the with the plates, and they the knives and the forks turn right towards our heroes, and just. Um, go straight for their face and they're, they're, our heroes are like oh my god no and they they kind of jumped down but then litwick didn't didn't act they were just trying to spook them so they they like rushed them off of the chairs and our heroes plop to the floor and you see everything and then a hand reaches out to ash and ash is like oh what, what's going on here 
and you you look up and it's three headless um people um well i'm i'm well it's three three headless costumes um that are just dancing around in this room and then that just scares our heroes again and our heroes are like oh my god no and from here we see pikachu get plucked up doug I mean, this is this is some straight out of Scooby Doo shit, and like you said, they go running. Uh, Pikachu gets along. Um, you know, they're running hither and you know, yawn, and the the dressers are moving around. Pikachu's um, scared, so his one move is uh, uh, electric attack. Um, and then we see the aftermath of Ash, Silent, and Iris just in a heap amongst a bunch of clothes that are clearly now uninhabited. Um, and they're just like, what the fuck is going on with this place? Um, and then um, the four Litwick that we saw earlier come out from under a set of clothes and Pikachu sees him, and when Pikachu sees him, Ash does have enough foresight to pick his own head up. He's like, wait a minute, hold on. And uh, three of the Litwick take off, but the the one at the rear uh, trips. Um, unfortunate for him. Um, yeah, I know, right? Because... Um, we and then we see from the Litwerks perspective, he turns around and Ash is just, you know, looking probably the creepiest he's ever looked. And he's like, So you're the one that's been scaring us you know, and it's it's kind of an <laughs> interesting perspective considering that the, the shit that the Litwick have been putting uh Ash and company through. And this is when um I think it's silence says it's a Litwick and Goes well, it's a Litwick, and he, you know, he has to pull out Dexter, you know, because I don't think Ash could identify his ass from a hole in the ground if he didn't have Dexter. Um, and this is when we find out that Litwick is a candle Pokemon, yes. and this is when we get uh, a really uh, creepy section of a entry. Dexter says Litwick appears to be helping um, guide the way of people by illuminating uh, the darkness literally get butt and then Dexter actually um, malfunctions you know like your phone when you don't have service and yeah Litwick stop that real they're like yeah you don't need to know the rest of this yeah, we've we've got time. We're not going to give you all of our shit right away. And you know, if if this would happen to my phone, I would be more concerned. But Ash is like, well, that's weird. <laughs> and they they all start talking to Litwick, and they're like, well, you don't need to scare us. Um, we're not here to steal anything. The only reason that we came here was to simply get out of the rain. And Litwick is like, oh, well, we were told to scare you. And Litwick's like all confused and like Litwick, 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 and um, they 
we cut to another scene and they're walking in a hallway and they're like, hey, so where are all of your buddies anyway? And Litwick is trying to explain and um, he asks like, man, I wonder what he, what it's saying. And then we get a your mask, like actual mask that pops up in front of Ash and your mask comes back. So he was he was invisible, but then made himself like seen and mm-hmm. Ash is like, man, it's your mask. And your mask is just disappearing and they're like, oh, it's the work, work of the twerps. And then all of a sudden you see Meow hanging out with the, the Litwicks. He's like, yipes, the twerps. And Ash is like, what are you doing? Uh, and Ash is like, no, not staying long. And Ash is like, no, you stop here. And 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 Meowth and the Litwick just take off running. And this place has so many twists and turns inside of this mansion that as soon as Ash turns the corner, Meowth and the Litwick are gone. Doug. So um so obviously the only Litwick that's left is the one that is um Silence holding. And even that that Litwick like ah, pardon me, god damn it. <laughs> has a look on his face like you don't know half of the shit that's about to fucking pop off. And um Silence like, what do you what do you think Team Rocket's up to? That was probably a lot because we haven't seen them in a couple episodes. So pissed off we didn't get them last week. I was mad. Like ah. it's gotten to the point where if I don't get a little bit of even a hint of Team Rocket, I'm like, what even was this episode for? <laughs> Just makes you upset. And you know, Iris is like, I'm sure if it's Team Rocket, it's no good. And Ash is like, Yeah, it's probably just dumb old Team Rocket. Um We're gonna find out what's wrong and fast, and then we just do a smash cut to Jesse, and this is like one of the first times that Jesse's just like looked completely out of it, frazzled. I mean, she is. I mean, she her her facial features are sunken. Um, she's got a few random strands of hair out of place. Um, and she's. <clears throat> we find out that. Um, Meowth is in between Jesse and James and she's like Twerps didn't see you did they and I was like yeah they did what are you going to do about it Um, (laughs) she's like what were you thinking and obviously watching as many black and white episodes as we have even episodes period Jesse would be screaming this yes like, right. how could you be so careless? How you know, and she'd be hitting him, and James would probably get a few because he would have some smart ass comment. But, but they just don't have the energy. Yeah, that's exactly it. She's completely just existing. So uh, from here, um, they they're like, "Man, you don't look good, James." And James is like, "Me? Fancy that?" And Jesse's like, "Is something going on? What's going on with the two of you?" James is like, that includes you. You don't look good either. It looks like you've been working um, 24-7. And the Litwicker in the background just dancing and having a good old time. And 
um, then they're like, all right, let, let, let's not worry about this. Let's go ahead and just get um, chase these twerps on out of here. And then we get a nice little glimpse of the outside. It's still raining. And they're like, man, all right. So here's to success and to conquering Unova. Doing it for the boss. Your mask. And your mask jumps in. And they're like, oh, yeah, we don't have that much energy anymore. And the Litwick run over. And they're they're just sitting in front of um, Team Rocket again. And James is like, is it me or are the Litwick's flames larger than before? And he's like, no, you're making that up. And... He's like, look again. He's like, yeah, no, you're right. And they're like, you're both right. And he's like, well, whatever. Please tell these Litwick to chase the twerps away again, your mask, and go and capture Pikachu. And your mask is like, all right, let's go. And the Litwick are like, all right, all right, we'll, we're, we're going to do it this time. And then we get the who's that Pokemon, and it's Litwick. It's actually a fucking Pokemon that's in the, in the damn episode, Doug. I was honestly a little concerned that they were going to pull a little bit of a spoiler and they were going to do his evolved form. They actually went with the rational choice of it being Litwick. I was was very satisfied. So, <clears throat> but yeah, so yeah, we now now we're back with 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 the twerps, Doug. <laughs> start that stuff <laughs> um and basically because they're the baby faces in the group they think that they can just stand in the middle of a room and just demand that team rocket show up they're like all right come on come out now we're up to your games and silence like stop hiding and you know iris is like your plan's not gonna work i mean stupid baby faces really i mean Oh, don't go looking for them. Just stand out in the middle of the freaking a library, whatever this is, and just demand the Team Rocket show up. Um, and then this is when we see some some more tables um get possessed, and then they look over and they can see that Litwick is doing something, so they yeah. can see like that Litwick is for sure controlling this. And they're like, they're like, please tell your friends to stop. And Litwick looks all confused. And then all of a sudden the tables just pop up and just get, starts ravishing with them again. And then they all run away and then they, they, they stop. And it seems like they lost Axu. Doug. Yes, because they were running away from chandeliers. There was like five of them. I mean, that's what happens when you got a house with that big a ceiling. You got to fill it with something. Um, And Axu being chased very closely by a Litwick. We're in, I think we're back in the dining room, possibly. And uh, three of them plus Pikachu are just sitting there. What the fuck is this place? Is bullshit. And, um, <laughs> Pikachu's like, yeah, you're you're not kidding. And 
Asylum's like, what's that Litwick's problem? Why did he attack us? And this is the first time that um, Iris looks up and realizes that Aksu wasn't with him. And I, Ash is like, I thought Aksu was running right behind Pikachu. Pikachu's like, I didn't fucking see him. Um, and then... You know, Ash is like, what happened to that Litwick that Silent had? And Iris is like, what about the other one? And, and then... From here, we're, we're back with Team Rocket. And... James is like, uh-oh. And... Like, what's wrong? And James is like, Umass seems to, uh, to have disappeared... So he he's and, forgetting he's forgetting uh, um what what he told Yamas to do. He just told Yamas go and and capture Pikachu and do it right this time. So he's losing his memory. Yes. And um um uh, <clears throat> Jesse tries to reassure him and James is just kind of like, "Well, I I hope you're right." And <laughs> we go back to the crew and they're looking for Axew and um who stops and is looking behind him and there's nobody there but, um Pikachu's just completely freaked out and then have this really cool close-up shot from over Pikachu's shoulder of a um, Litwick just looking menacing. And Pikachu turns around and is like, ah! And the amount of fade to blacks in this episode, I think that's like the fifth fade to black that we've already had, and we're only like 11 minutes into the episode. I so, know. I mean, we're halfway done, obviously, because we, we hit the, uh, who's that Pokemon? But, and then this is Ash's turn to go, all right, where's Pikachu? Yep, Litwick has captured Pikachu, or that's the assumption that we have, that we got in that, in that previous scene. And Ash is like, yeah, where is he? He's like, Pikachu was just here a moment ago. And, um, Iris is like, don't tell me they got Pikachu too. And it's like, man, we got to figure this out. So Ash starts backtracking. He's like, Pikachu, Pikachu. And Iris is like, Axew, Pikachu. Yeah, because Iris is actually concerned about both Pokemon, Ash Ketchum, not just your Pikachu. And um, they're like, man, uh, could Team Rocket be behind this? And Ash is like, I don't know, even though you just saw Meowth and you saw your mask, so you know that Team Rocket is behind this somehow. But we go back up into, well, I'm going to call it the attic um, is where Team Rocket is. I mean, they have this whole beautiful mansion and they're stuck in this damn attic. Uh, but they're like, Dr. Zager, this is Jesse. Uh, we think we found the perfect building for your, for our Unova headquarters, but we need your help. And Zager's like, what kind of building is it? And he's like, it's an old mansion, and it's huge. 
and perfect kitchen, bathroom, walk-in closets, elevators, and a group of Litwick. And uh, he goes, he's like, did you say Litwick? And they're like, yeah, that's right. They're very good Pokemon and do exactly as they're told. <laughs> and Zager is like, you better be careful. And they're like, why do you say that? He's like, um, I've seen much research that concludes Litwick feed off life energy of both people and Pokemon. And they're like, the life energy? What, what are you talking about? He's like, I've actually been meaning to research the phenomenon myself. And then all of a sudden the computer just dies. And there's Litwick right in the back. And their Team Rocket is like, Dr. Zager, Dr. Zager. And Jesse's like, so does that mean and James is like, man, those Litwick have been feeding off life energy. And they're like, ours? And Je Jesse finally takes out her makeup mirror. And she looks, um, she looks at herself. And she's like, ah! She's like, so that's why we look so drained. And she's like, it's hard to, it's hard to breathe. She's like, enough. We need to leave now, James goes. He's like, wait. Where's Meowth? Meowth was going to check on the on the Litwick, Jesse goes. And they're like, oh no. And we cut over to Meowth. Doug. And he's just staggering down a hallway and he's like, you know, this isn't great. I'm having uh, trouble breathing. Um strange. And then he runs into a Litwick and, and he's like what are you doing hiding down here <clears throat> and he's like I thought I told you to hurry up and chase the twerps away and the Litwick's like I'll fix you and um, he picks up me out like he's like they've been picking up the kids at the dining table and all the furniture and stuff he's like I think this is a psychic attack no shit <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> and then we go back over to our heroes, and they're still looking for Axu and Pikachu. And um, Silence, like, huh, Ash, you remember earlier when your Pokedex um, just shut, just stopped working um, in the middle of describing the Litwick, right? He's like, yeah, that's the first time that's happened. He's like, so can you open it up again? And Ash is like, yeah, sure. So Ash opens up Dexter again and is like, Litwick, the candle Pokemon. Litwick appears to be helping to guide the way of people in illuminating areas that are darkened. But in reality, they are actually leading them to the ghost world. And they're like, oh my gosh, what is going on here? And we get a nice little pan shot of all of our heroes um, just looking scared with lightning flashing right behind him. And and Dexter continues like and uses its fuel for the flames on their heads. And it's like, wow, does that mean that our lives are in danger? So Litwick cut off the Pokedex because they didn't want us to know that. So we've got to find Axu and Pikachu now. So they, they, they put their search into hyperdrive and they start running. And we, we go back and we're now back at the computer that 
um, was monitoring all the cameras that were put inside of this mansion, but Team Rocket is nowhere to be found. And James and Jesse are right. walking walking in the hallway again, and they look drained, Doug. And, and they just, you know, they can hardly put a sentence together, and eventually Jesse just screams out, give me back my life energy, and like one of like one of the last things she should have done because obviously she's struggling to to breathe uh cling to struggling to breathe exactly and then we hear a elevator ding like it arrived at its floor and opens up and a wave of water just comes for him and the <clears throat> pardon me this is a reference to The Shining, but obviously in The Shining, the elevator was full of blood, but you're not going to put uh, <laughs> what, was that, that a, amount of blood on a kid's show. What, was that a reference to The Shining? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't I didn't know that. Good catch, Doug. Not the first one in this episode either. Um, oh. I'm sorry, not the, not the last one. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Um, and Ash, uh, we're back with Ash and the group, and Ash comes around the corner and goes, there they are. Um, and, uh, Iris joins him and we see two, um, Litwick standing at the, of the hallway and she's, uh, Iris says, what have you done with Axiom and Pikachu? And maybe it, maybe I'm reaching, but the way the, uh, the two Litwick are standing kind of looks like the twins in The Shining. Um, and I might be reaching for that because I know there's there's definitely another one coming, and you'd like to believe that they try to put three uh, references yeah. in. And, and and you know, and and now that I'm looking at this, because they do walk down the hall just like the twins do. So I I, I think you're you're good to say that uh, that that's that's how they uh, were portrayed in this episode. Yeah, especially because, like I say, the the next reference is a for sure reference, and that would make three and the whole rule of threes thing. And then, so Ash, Iris, and Silent um, through a set of double doors into what looks like a courtyard. This is when we see all of the Pokemon in the episode. So we see Pikachu, Axew, Meowth, and Yamask all kind of lying in a heap and um you know, ash and um iris run over to their respective pokemon ash is like are you all right and pikachu's like not really um and this gets creepy really quick and you know the the door uh shuts and Silent for some reason goes right up to the door. Um, Otter, <laughs> Otter goes spewing out the door, and then um, uh, we see a glowing red eye, and then it's Jessie um, poking her head right out of the crack in the door, uh, just like Jack Nicholson does uh, in The Shining. Kind of disappointed she didn't say, "Here's Jessie," but I guess I was asking for too much. Um, yeah, she goes like, she's like, there you are. 
And man, this got creepy quick. Like this, this scene by itself frightened my son when we were watching this. He's like, man, and he's like, why, why do they look like that? <clears throat> Pardon me. And then this is when they do a, I'm going to say an altered version of their motto. Um, both in, um, words they use and obviously you can tell that they're basically running on fumes and um maybe if you maybe if you have the captions on your end it would be better but i i can just yeah i yeah i i i can see it so um as soon as they bust through this um jesse's like you must have uh you must have questions um where impressive indeed james goes but answers will come as we feel the need and jesse's like bringing the blinding white light of evil into the future then james thrusting the hammer of justice onto the blackness of the universe and meowth is like carving our names in the rock of eternity and he does his claws and there and Jesse's like the fury destroyer Jesse and she's gasping for air. Uh, James is like, and with thunderous emotions, I am James. And Meowth is like, wisest of the wise, I'm Meowth. And they're just gasping. And he's like, and now gather under the name Team Rocket. And your mask is like, your mask. <laughs> like nothing's even bothering. Right. Even though he was in, in the pile with the other three. So, but maybe that was just kind of a decoy thing because he is psychic. So one would think that he wouldn't be as affected. Yeah. Well, I mean, not, not even just that, but I mean, maybe, maybe he was just sleeping. He's like, yeah, I'll wait for Jesse and James and me out to get here. Yeah, it's it's cozy and dark. I could I could get a quick nap. So, um, but uh, they get out. So they get out of their motto, and Jesse's like, "Quick, Meowth, we've got to get out of here." And Meowth, ever being the company man that he is, is like, "This might be the easiest chance we have to catch Pikachu." This is when James is like, but if the Litwick catch us, we're fucked because we found out that they've been draining our life energy. And on that cue, we just see a a, a bunch of really bright uh, flames, um, not only coming from the Litwick, but also uh, coming from a Lampet, which... Um, yes using context clues we can find out that he's kind of the ringleader the the litwick flames are just as tall as they've been and all of the humans are petrified yep and we 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 get a dexter entry and find out that lampet is the evolved form of litwick which makes sense and um <clears throat> so it it and we also find out that it's it's a really big ring bear for leading people to the ghost world is, is what is what dexter says and um 
Lampet does not shut off the Pokédex when this entry comes up. And I want I wanted to make note of that, Doug. And um <clears throat> Iris and Ash kind of have a moment of, well, that can't be good. And then uh Lamping um throws out a move and all the uh, four Lampwicks come together and they combine their powers and uh, everybody has to duck out of the way. There's just smoke and then all of a sudden there's this big gigantic hole in the brick wall. The multiverse. It's the multiverse, exactly. And they all, all the humans together are basically like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> and Iris is like, is this uh, the ghost world that the uh, Pokédex was talking about. And, and they're like, man, they're not getting and Meowth is like, they're not going to get us. This is all in poor taste. And then all the Litwick goes and uses Shadow Ball to try to push everyone over to the ghost world. And everyone's holding on. And then we get an Inferno move done by Lampet. And everyone is they make the hole bigger and Meowth is just holding on for dear life. He's like, Oh man, this sucks. This sucks. So we come to find out that this mansion seems to have been made by the Litwick because they are just demolishing this, this mansion to pieces and making the entire um, inside a ghost world. And that that's kind of creepy because if this was an actual mansion, how many people did they really send over to the ghost world that couldn't fight off these Litwick, Doug? Yeah, that's a hell of a question. This would almost make a great movie because you would have more time to expand on this shit. For real. But then, of course, it wouldn't be a Pokemon episode, uh, a horror Pokemon episode without a Pokemon battle. You want to go over the battle, Doug? So Silen basically um it's a period at the end of the sentence and is like if we don't defeat Lampin and uh, Litwick, we're gonna be banished to the ghost world once and for all. And so Ash is like, Well, now's about as good a time as any and he and he throws out Oshawott and he tells Oshawott to use Water Gun. Water gun and the um the um the lampant gets behind the litwick and all together they use protect so obviously it doesn't do nothing and silent throws out um dweeble dweeble and tells him to use x scissor and uh, pardon me that kind of uh, breaks through the group and very um, um, there's a word I wanted to use and it <laughs> very very weakly uh, throws out Woobat and um, yeah her ball just flopped and l- let me let, let, let me also point out that all the Pokemon that were inside of their Pokeballs were not affected by the Litwick at all. Because they're, they're, they're at full strength. She has um, Woobat 
use a move and James tells you mass to use shadow ball. Oh uh, uh, yeah, um, she she kind of surprised she, she she told Wolbach to use air slash. Slash. And Yamash to use shadow ball. And um the um the Litwick are dodging the moves and they get um psychic Wolbat up in a psychic and how is your mask affected? Like isn't he as well, so wouldn't it like cancel out? I mean, yes and no, but uh, your mask—I believe your mask is both a ghost and a. I'm gonna look it up right now. I believe it's a ghost and um, psychic type. But but let let's continue this battle. I will have that answer in just a second for you, Doug. So Wobat and Yamask get thrown into Jesse and James, and now they are on with Meowth, and um, you know, no, it's like, ju- oh, it, it is just a ghost type. So yes, psychic psychic moves will affect it. That's handy. Yep, and um. We we see that the um, the Litwick's flames are huge, and you know, Lampet's just sitting back there like a like an absolute boss. Yup. And I'm sorry, but uh, this ending you know, doesn't. Uh, I I want to know. Okay, that that that's what happens. Uh, because we get all of our heroes get hit with shadow ball and James is holding on to silent ash is holding on to Jesse to save him, And they're like, let's combine all of our attacks as once perfect blend. Um, um, silent goes, of course. And James is like, quick, your mask, use shadow ball. And your mask does shadow ball. And the Litwick use a protect again Dweeble, X Scissor attack now! And X Scissor again, and all the Litwick um, cannot protect against it. Lampet uses Inferno again, but Oshawott beats it off with a water gun and it explodes. And Wobat uses Air Slash again, and this time it hits Lampet. And quick, twerps your turn. And Pikachu use Electra Ball! And Pikachu does Electra Ball, and Electra Ball goes down and hits every single um, Litwick and Lampet and sends them straight into the ghost world, and the mansion comes back into one. And they're like, oh, where did they go? They, they must have gone over to the, to the ghost world. And Jesse and James are like, yay, we're back to normal. We got our energy back. Now let's leave this house of horrors. And Silent's like, yeah, we can leave now, too. And they just all just run out of this house. And they're like, yeah, I bet you won't go into another uh, um, another mansion uh, mansion that's not yours again. I bet you won't. I bet you will. Um, <laughs> but when they run out, we, we see that the mansion is all beat up and torn apart. And 
they're, they're, they come to the conclusion that it is an abandoned mansion and that the Litwick were using an illusion to make the mansion look a lot uh, a lot nicer than it really is. And it wants to it wants to draw people in to drain them. Yes. And Jesse and James and Meowth have back um, jetpacks on. They're like, next time we see you, the gloves are off. But thank you um, for helping us. But next time, Pikachu will belong to us. So count on it. And they use their jetpacks and they're gone like boss. And um, Team Rocket, they're like, yeah, good. It's time for us to leave too, Silent goes. And Silent... And... Uh, it, it, Iris is like, I smell rain again. And Ash is like, again? And she's like, uh, yeah. But this time they're just going to go and run in the rain and <clears throat> try to find another spot to go to. And this time they find a hole in a tree. So now they're just going to wait it out inside of the hole in the tree for the rain to stop. And that is how we end this week's episode. They were standing there like they were waiting on a bus. I know. But great, great yeah, episode. Um, fantastic episode. Um, I feel like maybe they realized they ran out of time on the ending. I think so. Because, you know, it was just kind of, it, it felt rushed. And I understand you're dealing with the time constraints of a isolated episode of television. But it looks, it felt like they got to like 18 minutes and they're like, oh shit, how are they going to get out of this? Because we didn't, we didn't make it a two-parter. Which this would have been a good two-parter. It would have been, yeah. And they should have. I mean, they already cut the damn Team Rocket episode. They could have added this and made this a two-parter. But I guess um, this was already in post-production by the time that they did cut that um, those episodes. So I guess that's why we didn't get it. Yeah, that would be my thought because... expanded on this if anybody was looking for votes yes so what would you give this episode doug this episode was a four and a half um i absolutely loved it um even even with the um cop-out ending i mean oh the the battle at the end was nice but it was it never really felt like it was in doubt um so think all it was missing for me to get to a five was maybe one of them catching a Pokemon or an evolution. Well, we or, did get the know, evolution. I... We, we, we got Lampet. Um, and, oh, and we saw, saw the evolved form. We didn't get one of the Lampwick evolving. Oh, that is true. True. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, a, a solid four and a half for me easily. Okay. Well, that being said, Doug, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it a, a nice solid four star um, on my end. This was a really good episode. And now it's time to open up this Pokemon pack and get on out of here, bro. Um, and this time I'm going to I'm going to motion this and say that there is no way you get this. Uh, you get the energy wrong this week. There is no way that you get it wrong. So please don't get it wrong. <laughs> but um, what energy um, was the star of this week's booster pack, Doug? Uh, 
has to be psychic. There you go. I, I was I was about to say, I was like, you can't get this one wrong. <laughs> so yes, we got a psychic energy, a double turbo energy, a kindler, a primplup, a cub chew, duskull, a farfetched, an execute, a grimer, a my reverse hollow is an alchemy, and my non-hollow is a wormadam. Yeah. Fucking wormadam. Um, so definitely a dud pack. Um, I'm glad these um, these Pokemon packs that I get come um, in. I, I'm glad there's 30 of them at a time because if I were getting these one one at a time, I would be highly upset if I got this booster pack. But you already got your codes out, everybody. So other than that, um, you want to go ahead and say goodbye, Doug. <laughs> and this is wrestling chris g thanking all of you for clicking this week's episode and don't miss next week because we're back to canto everybody so have a good night and i will see you then